want to hear your theory. Well, first I got to guess you. Man. Oh, here's my theory. Okay, I'll get to it. Reavers went up to see the alleged, the alleged <laughs> headwaters of the Mississippi, yep, right? Right. Itasca State Alaska, Park. Itasca State Park. Little creek. Little creek. It's like the... It's like the creek that feeds Badger Lake down yep. in our hunting slough, right? Yep. This is supposed to be where it all starts, huh? Mm-hmm. So if that thing dried up, there would be no Mississippi River? Is that what you're telling me? Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> that well, New it's Orleans fed by... would be sitting down there just with that, <laughs> waiting, you know. Waiting for something be, to trickle. There'd be a gulf down there, but there wouldn't be any big river running through town. Is that what you're telling me here? I don't buy it. I don't buy it. He's looking this at is, the trickle. You I don't see it. buy it where this is where it all starts, man. Well, they got to start someplace. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Listen. If the Ohio hit someplace, that still you'd still have a river. I don't buy. It. I think all you people are being taken when you go up there to stand and look at it and say, "Wow, this is where the Mississippi starts." What's well, fed by the lake? Why doesn't it run out of water? That's where I'm starting to agree with Pat. That's I right. think. No, but <laughs> but this me thing over. this thing goes into the lake, right? Oh, no, the the lake feeds that creek. Not a creek, it's a creek. Okay. And that becomes the river. Yes. So yeah. let's <laughs> say let's say it gets that lake gets like white bear down to about nothing. Yeah. Right? Oh, white bears back to full I know. health. Yeah. And yeah. then so there's and then we have a dry year like we had this year, right? Yeah. And all of a sudden the creek is dry. There's no Mississippi. Well, we follow a guy on the show named Eric Mishy. Yes. Who is raising money for Spare Key, a charitable organization. And his journey down the Mississippi on a lousy pontoon boat is called Hope on the River. And just last week, he said he was nearing Memphis and the rivers are at historic lows. Okay. But here's so, the question. So there's what did, happens. Did he start with the pontoon boat up there in Itasca then? No, St. Paul. Yeah, he started okay. in St. Paul. Yeah, well, he's fudging. That's probably where the <laughs> – when the Minnesota hits the something, that's when it starts. So I don't in buy fact, the whole thing. right where you're seeing, Pat, in the, on, the, on the screen behind you, the headwater's if there. If this thing was dry, right here, right here. Yeah. If this was dry, he's, there'd he's, be no – He has his finger on the monitor. To be no, What's he pointing if, to? If the lake? The lake yes, got I'm, real low and the, uh, the first creek bed was dry, there'd be no Mississippi. That's right. That's right. Okay. All right. That's so your story. I, I accept that. At the yeah. main headquarters, before you walk to this area, there's the whole diagram of from Lake Itasca all mm -hmm. the way down to New Orleans. It's actually pretty cool, but you do see how many different rivers fuel the oh, Mississippi. Yes. yes. To yeah, I, I accept that. But okay. what's funny, Pat, so I told this to Rookie off the air, we walked across these little rocks to get to the other side saying, hey, we crossed it. But then you go down about 15 yards this way and you can come back over this giant beam that's about 20 feet long. And there was what was your buddy's name that got on the air, airplane? Uh, that uh, was Gary Selberg. So g there was a guy that resembled Gary, Gary yeah. that was behind us, and I thought that That's thing's going to be working overtime. <laughs> <laughs> trying to cross there. that bad boy. I, I will say this about water. All right, here we go. It's interesting. Right <laughs> there, you go. I'm right there. I'm going to write that. I'm going to write that down. <laughs> It works hard to go places. Yes, you know, it does. It doesn't just want to stay where it is. It, it yeah. wants to. It's kind of like when it gets in your house, you know. It, yeah, wants, right. it wants to go places. Uh, it, you know, it says, okay, you know, I'm just sitting here in this little pot, but I think I want to go over there. It's, it's, a, it's a very interesting thing. This is thing. on par with your theory of the, uh, the beetle. Was it the beetle that didn't evolve? No, the tick. The tick. The tick. Ah, the the tick. tick. Yeah. No ambition. No ambition. No ambition. Yeah. Water plus, has ambition. Plus, as I said about the tick, what else do you want out of life? Right. You just, uh, you know, they can't see it. They can, you can jump on stuff. They can't see you, and then you can just suck blood all day. It's yep. fantastic. It's, fantastic. it's a great life. It's a great life. Yeah. And then somebody finds it, and they burn you to death. That's right. bad. But uh, Yeah, you know. that is bad. But you're not in for a long life anyway. I wonder how ticks, did I ever, how do they procreate, I wonder? 
Carefully. You can you can get it done. <laughs> Carefully. <laughs> Boy, it's got to be hard work, doesn't it? God well, I would imagine a little splinter. A little yeah. splinter. <laughs> Let's find out. They're here. probably egg layers, aren't they? Yeah, yeah I guess. Well, maybe must that's be egg it. layers. Yeah. yeah. How yeah. do ticks procreate? Yeah, they got to be. Do we really want to know? No, let's not. Okay. Did you make it to the end of the National Football League Sunday night telecast last evening? Yes. That was a hell of a football game. Mm-hmm. I thought it the Vikes was, played pretty well. Well, that's the best they got. They played yeah. uh, crazy. And when they fell behind 21 to 13 by giving up three touchdowns oh. in two minutes, there isn't a person in the Twin Cities who wasn't convinced they were going to get beat 42 to 13. Oh, that's exactly and what yet, I said. Yet they had two long touchdown drives, and now everybody wants to say they're a bunch of chokers. They, 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 they were. Ballsy. Yep. They ballsy. were ballsy last ballsy. night. Yes, they back, were. Back in the old days when we were ballsy That's on, right. we were on ballsy. 1500 ESPN. They were ballsy, and then the best quarterback in the world made a great play against them. Wow. Right. So what the throw hell? at the end. Yeah. Holy cow. And right before that, uh, they, you know, the, the long one where the guy, you know, leaped over. Now, you were telling me that it's been reported that uh, – uh, Cameron Dantzler, the rookie corner, was supposed to be following uh, Metcalf around, so they could have double-teamed him then. Your colleague at the Star Tribune, Ben Gessling, uh, tweeted out a link uh, with a f- caption of Harrison Smith mouthing to Cam, cover your bleeping guy, Cam. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that's... Okay, uh, all right. So anyway, yeah, it was, it was a heck of a game, and uh, they had the ball twice as often as uh, Seattle did. They ran almost twice as many plays. And my guy Mahomes uh, suffered a, an embarrassing yeah, big loss. Yeah, they did not look good, did they? No, Their defense no. looked terrible. I think the Raiders might be a decent club, though. Yeah, but they put up forty. Now you can't. You, you can no longer say, "Well, they put up forty on the road," because right. I think Kansas City has what twelve thousand or thirteen thousand in yeah, there. I'm not but, sure. Somebody told me they were watching a Texas A&M game, and that stadium was jammed. <laughs> really? <laughs> I guess Texas, we just don't care anymore. The hell with it. We're just letting her go. I thought, there were a lot of people in there. There yeah. were a lot. Mm-hmm. I uh, I don't know how they chose who gets to go in and who doesn't, but when they would do the cutaway shots, I'm like, I can't believe there's that many people in there. Viking fans are going to be furious, Pat, at the Green Bay no, game. No, because the Green Bay has announced because of a big spike in uh, oh, virus in, in Brown County, uh, they will not have oh, fans okay. this season. Okay. At Lambeau, they will not have fans. Because the Vikings keep doing it on a per-game basis, right? Isn't that how they're – because they haven't announced for the whole year yet. Well, they haven't think. announced whether they're going to let anybody in there. They, but the way things are going, I don't think they'll let anybody in there this week, will they? I guess no, I don't think so either. No, I'll ask the question I always ask. Uh, if two weeks from now you let them in, what changed between now and two weeks from now? Uh, not a damn thing, probably. Okay. Yeah. Not, I mean, it, it can't get uh, – it doesn't appear that – you know, what, what I find interesting is they all told us about the fall surge that would be coming, right? Mm-hmm. All summer, well, wait till the fall surge. Now there's a fall, a little bit of a fall surge, and we're all surprised, you know? Uh, why? You know, it was – you told us it was coming, right? Right. We knew there was going to be a spike of some sort. Mm-hmm. So, anywho. I got a hockey question. I'm ready. What's the deal with getting rid of Dubnik – and bringing in this Cam, whatever his name is. They like him better than Duber, apparently. They must feel he's more It seems like tit for tat for me. Yeah, when you look at their track records, it seems pretty uh, similar. Uh, I don't think they got him that much cheaper either because they have to – I guess they get a little cap relief. He's a little cheaper on the cap, but they have to give uh, San Jose Jose some money – I but think they're maybe, splitting it. They're paying half. But maybe that doesn't count against their cap. I I don't know because they're you know maybe maybe if you give them the money, they still take up the whole. Cap. You know what we've learned yeah. about Billy Garen and what he's willing to do this roster tweaks. He's tweak. He's a mad tweaker compared to <laughs> Fenton uh, started. But he's uh, yeah he's uh, how about Miko. Signing with the Jackets. Say, oh, I with, missed that. Signed yeah. with the Jackets. And then, you know, he was going to be the first wild member to have his his uh, jersey retired. But J- uh, Judd pointed this out to me. 
he kind of took a shot at our boys saying, I wanted to go somewhere where I had a chance to make a playoff run. Yeah, I saw that. Wow. Yeah, so then there you go. You're not getting up there with number one, the fans. But wait a minute now. Could we still give Miko the C? If he's still in the league, can we give it to him even though he's with another team? Because remember, that was the big controversy that we don't whether he should have the season whether or not. that he should be the captain or not. That was always on people's minds. They, they, the hockey fans really worry about the C. Yeah, they do. Which is means that you can talk to the ref, right? Isn't right. That, right. Isn't right. that yeah. what the right. great duty of right. the C is right. to talk to the ref? Yeah. You know, when Bobby Clark was a uh, Bobby Clark was a captain and the C that meant you were the guy that was supposed to go out and hit the guy slash the guy with a stick on the ankle but <laughs> right. uh, they don't uh, do it that way anymore so speaking of that did the lightnings and the lakers are they going to have parades how are we going to do uh, this the lightning had a uh, a gathering and uh, social distancing norms were uh, oh did you see outside Slightly staples overlooked. center last night yes. we had little violence pat social, yeah and we had some social distance norms that were not uh, not followed there too so oh. 17 titles the Lakers have, but I think they're counting ours. Oh, they are. They're counting our five. Oh, yep. We had five. Oh, they're counting the Minneapolis Lakers? Yeah. So. See, they got okay. the five. But I did a stat on them a while back that they left in 1960. Uh, 60. So their first season was 60 61. And in 51 years since they'd been gone, They'd been in the NBA Finals 25 times mm. out of 51. Oh oh you think God. we would have had that dynasty? You think Kareem would have said, get me out of Milwaukee, I want to go to Minneapolis? <laughs> I don't think so, do you? No. I think uh, Wilt, when Wilt left uh, uh, Philly, I don't think he would have said, I want to go to Minneapolis either. <laughs> I I just don't think we would have had this. You think the, there was an attraction to this? Southern I think California they had area. a bigger allure than we do uh, out there. That that could be it. But now, um, when will the NBA start a new season? They will be after January first. The NHL is shooting for January first. The guy from uh, you know Silver has talked like that's probably premature. That's early. Because they're not what having they, the draft till next month, right? right? What they play a full schedule? What's hockey? Hockey games? thinks they're going to start January first and play a full schedule. They're nuts. That's crazy. You're going to yes. be having a Stanley Cup again in September. Yes, yeah. Sometimes you got to stop playing catch. Sometimes you got to take the hit, right? Yes. Right. And stop, you know. And you got to you. You should even if you give them a sixty game schedule and have the regular season end in April, you're still going to be killing well, them. Well, and plus the other thing, the, the whole reason that they restarted both hockey and, and basketball was because of TV. The playoffs, yeah. And, 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 and everybody had terrible ratings. And here's what's going to happen. Once the World Series is done in two weeks, there's going to be no other sports but football. Yes. You know, this, that's right. And here's the other thing. they By pushing this back, you know, and pushing it back hockey ratings were terrible nba ratings were terrible everybody's having terrible ratings so well that's because i'm not watching sports anymore oh, because right. of those You're political uh, statements that they're making pat oh this, uh, it's getting it's so frustrating. But Just, you're still I thought watching. it was diminishing. I thought those statements were being diminished. Although Kaepernick, I see now, is campaigning to uh, just have no police, no yeah. judicial system at all and oh. no prisons no, and no I, police. I think uh, Reavers was being funny. Yeah, I was oh, being sarcastic. No, I idea the idea that the idea that a bunch of sixty five year old white guys up in Crookston didn't watch the game last night and who are they lying to? Well, you were watching that. Pat, I don't know if you game. saw this, but The Onion uh, had this breaking news item that the NFL had declared bankruptcy because Gary from Ohio says he's never watching anymore. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Although, it is going to be interesting because they, they're negotiating new TV deals. The NBA is negotiating new TV deals. And how can you, if you're a network... Make them. Can you write that? Check? Make them an offer yeah. now when you don't know right. where the hell. We have no idea what the sports world is going to look like when this thing's all over. No. Nope. And but there's going to be a lot less money. There's another even bigger problem, Pat. What? We don't know when this is going to be over. <laughs> yeah, that is uh, no, you know, but it's not that big a deal. I hear heard from a 
fellow of considerable authority. So, Well, President yeah. Biden said in his ad that <laughs> once we get control of the virus, we can fix the economy. That's his big That's uh, right. ad that he's running right well, now. Well, uh, you know, Joe had ads last night on the Viking game. Why didn't t- somebody tell him to speak up? The, the volume, the volume of, the of those political ads were like, I was easier to understand the other day when I called in and you guys were laughing. <laughs> you know, they somebody turned the volume up on the on the ads. The levels they, were too low. They had these fifteen second ads and they must have ran it six times during a Viking game. And you you could huh? What was that, Joe? Come on, speak up. <laughs> the Trumper's not having any ads around here. He's he withdrawn them. He gave yeah. up. Huh? Yeah. Well, he's low on cash apparently. How can he be low on cash? Use his own. He's got an unlimited supply. Well, we don't know that because he didn't release his tax forms. What's going on? Uh, well, you're not offended by the fact that he promised us four years ago he was going to do that? Rook? I'm never offended by anybody else. <laughs> hey, Ski Cat, did you yes. break 90 when you played Friday? Yeah, we were having a little fun with you there, Joe. We were kind of like that, as Rook said, that bottle of that jug of Templeton rye, you know. When we, when when you're not in here, we we come up with theater of the mind. Theater, yes. yeah, yes, that, yeah. <laughs> uh, I would have. I I just automatically assumed you were playing. Mm, yeah, you well, long got a tea time and Roe was going to play. It. He sold it. Well, actually, I told you I wasn't playing, but that was during the gobbledygook portion, so you couldn't understand it. <laughs> and I just kept rolling, and I thought you guys were laughing because what I was saying was so funny. Not because no. it sounded like I was in Scotland. <laughs> no, I think it adds, adds to the Why pick. is that? Because I then talked to uh, to uh, Judd and Phil, and they hear me fine. I what have happens? no idea. Well, that's, what what, that's what we want to ask you. What happened? I think I'm going to get a burner. <laughs> you know? I mean... If it's good enough for the drug dealers to communicate, it should be good enough for me, right? That's right. Make a few calls every once in a while. I wonder if the burner's got the mic right in front of you instead of hidden someplace. Well, you apparently, uh, you thought you're... uh the mic on your phone was right by your chin, right? Not by your mouth. And you kept talking in well, your chin. Well, I'm not going to chew on the damn thing. Why can't you hold it four inches away from your face and have people hear you. Say, hey, how you doing there? I yes, don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. It's uh, it's an 11, too. It's not a like an old, outdated model. Well, that should give you sound quality. Yeah, sound. well, it sucks. So is, they, are they, is Apple coming out with another new phone today? Oh, hell yes. Sometime what's, here what's pretty soon. What's this one soon. do? Oh, I don't know. This one, Gabe. this one maybe gives you a shower or some damn thing. I don't know what it does. What? I think it has a camera that can take a picture of something seven miles away. What what good is it? <laughs> Why do I need that? You wore uh, green because you thought you could hide. Right. Mm-hmm. Seven miles away. How would you even know what you were taking a picture of? I saw the last one they put out, which must have been the 11X or something. Mm. And they had about three different... Yeah, there's three cameras on that nah, one. I don't want three cameras. You don't want three I cameras? I don't want three cameras. I got a hard enough time with one camera. Which one do I look at? Yeah, right? I don't know. <laughs> Jeez. Which, which one am I taking a picture with here? You know, I, do you I know that know. you can have the, you can make those black and white those pictures that you take oh, with yeah. your phone? Oh yeah. Hello. I didn't. Oh, I didn't then know get, that. A little, get a little more artsy then. Yeah, yeah absolutely. That's a good idea. Well, Joe uh, fashions himself as a uh, former photographer. I'm a great photographer. Here's my problem. When I take them horizontally and then i try to uh, try to like tweet them or something mm-hmm. yeah i can't turn them around yeah i can't get them to there's something i don't the know what to, to press i can yeah i can't i don't know how to get them to turn I, around I, I in the right direction like how, what do i do that like if you were going to take a picture of the headwater saying if this bleeper dries yeah, up yeah but it would be sideways when i sent it out i <laughs> I want to know how to flip it around. You usually yeah. it just does it automatically if you post it from your gallery right to the social media platform. Mm-hmm. <laughs> huh? That's very interesting. Uh, okay. yes. yeah. How about those Tampa Bay Rays? And alive, are they something? Yeah. Last night, Joe, their starting pitcher, their ace, he stunk. And he only gave up one run, but he was all over the place throwing incredible numbers of pitches. And then after that, they went to this... John Curtis, former twin, who pitched four times for the Twins and was so terrible they let him go. 
And then uh, a guy, a sideball and right-hander who's kicked around, Thompson. And then Aaron Loop, who was brutal, and they leave with the bases loaded and somebody hits into a double play. And then they ended up winning a two to one. You know, two to one, Joe, you know how long that two to one ball game took? 338. 350. Ooh. 350. Wow. 350. The grand old game's got itself a serious problem. Now, but I think the ads, because of lower TV ratings and all this stuff, or I think the break between innings is even longer. I've, you know what? I'm glad you mentioned that. I think I it's like six minutes. Too. It's endless. Yeah. Pat, I experienced our shared uh, dismay yesterday. I went to a youth game, and it was all yeah. I could do to not say to the ump. It, here's a, uh, they had one ump, and he's out at second base looking in, calling the balls mm-hmm. and strikes. And he was he missed a few. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> But then every half inning, he walks back to the backstop. Oh, has to get a drink of water. Has to get a sip of water from his cooler. And yeah, then he, yeah, right. then he takes his time wandering back yeah, to second yeah. base. And the kids are all over there talking. And, yeah. uh, and the get in the batter's pick. box. Let's, <laughs> Let's go. Let's go here. A minute max. <laughs> yep. It drives me crazy. And by the way, don't walk in from right field, fatty. Run. Yeah. Hustle yep. in, hustle out. Yes. Let's go. Right. You know what it's doing, Pat? It's giving the kids a, a, a lack of urgency. Yes. It, it, the kids are becoming almost too cavalier about it. Oh, I'll take my time getting out there. Yeah. This. Hey, get your get out there. And go. <laughs> and mm-hmm. hit the damn ball and run and just keep moving here. Mm-hmm. Let's keep moving. I put 100 in the uh, grandson's just turned 10s. Uh, birthday card the other day, mm-hmm. and my message of love was, "Dear Luke, swing the bat, yep, shoot the puck, yep. We love you, Grandpa Patrick." <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Oh, done. <laughs> yes, don't stand there looking for a walk. Swing the bat, and when you're, you know, I don't mind a kid making a pass, but. When you you know shoot the puck, let's go. I didn't Good come here. To, I didn't Good come here to watch happen. that other guy shoot the puck. I came here to watch you shoot the right. puck. Let's go. <laughs> I saw my youth get a nice hit yesterday. Oh, so that's it's good. worth the trip. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Well, I uh, was uh, last time I went to see Luke and his team. Uh, I I couldn't uh, I couldn't have. I stayed for the start of the second game, and he took strike three, so I left. Yeah. Didn't want to huff. say didn't want to say anything inappropriate and uh and then the next time up he got a double. Yeah. I missed it. I missed it. I had no faith in him. No, he had no faith. I had no faith. <laughs> I had no faith in him. So anyway. But we still gotta work on that catching the ball. Yeah. We, we still gotta work That's on that. That's usually playing. the last thing we gotta work around. on that yeah. play and catch. <laughs> they hit a ball at the shortstop, he throws it to first and the first baseman actually catches it. That's what that's, that's what, what I like. See. That's, that's a, what I like about the game. One of the that's things, a big graduation when you get to that point. <laughs> yes, yes. One of the things I'm I'm running into though is the little guy, he gets upset if you don't throw it exactly to where his glove is. Ah, oh, he's gotta okay. move the glove, that's when he gets a little fired up. <laughs> okay. Oh, Dad, you know how to throw it to my glove. <laughs> well, but sometimes you gotta well, move kid, it. You, sometimes yeah. you gotta move your hand, kid. Yeah, yeah. So well. Hey, speaking of baseball, let's put in a plug for the GoFundMe page for the. Uh, tell us about that, Reaver, for the Hartman. Uh, uh, oh, Randy oh, Hartman. Oh, oh, yes. Let me pull up that tweet. Uh, this is a bad story, Joe. This okay. uh, the Hartman family from Arlington, a great baseball family. Uh, Dave was on the state board for a hundred years. Really good player. Mike was the best player of the crew. And Randy played at the U, right? Yes. And uh, was a good re- uh, player. Uh, 51 years old, and he uh, he suddenly has come up with a uh, brain ailment that only a thousand people in the world have, apparently. Really? On October 7th, 2020, Brian Hartman was diagnosed. Brian, excuse me. Brian Hartman was diagnosed with, oh, I'm going to butcher this, but Kritzfeld Jacob Disease CJD. It's a brain disorder that causes early onset dementia. It's extremely rare, and only 1,000 people get it oh, each year. No. It's a fatal disease, and there's no cure or treatment. Brian has currently been given months to live 
He is staying at St. Mary's Hospital at Rochester until future plans are made. Brian is losing some of his memory, and his cognitive skills are not to their extent. They have started a GoFundMe page, which will use for Brian's medical needs, including his future living arrangements, uh, potential hospice, or assisted living. There are also a lot of moving pieces that they are trying to figure out, including bills, payments, etc. So, um, how I will, do we find that? I, I will. I will post this. To the uh, to the the sports talk link, and I'll also put this on the Garage Logic Facebook page as well. Yeah, they're uh, and they and he uh, he's the youngest, I believe, and Dave is the oldest, and they're separated by about twenty years. So there's uh, they were all good athletes, the boys and the girls, and uh, uh, and it's uh, and like like those good country families they were having kids for a long time there. So, wow. Baseball anyway. baseball in general is taking a hit lately. We're losing. Oh man, we're well, losing people and nah, Joe you got Morgan, the list there. Joe, Joe Morgan, Morgan today, huh? Joe Morgan today, seventy. He's the one with the elbow flap. Yep, he, yep, yep. yep. You, that's I use that in golf. I stole that for my golf for a <laughs> yeah, while. Yeah. The, the the chicken wing, uh, Joe right. Morgan. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He hit better line drives than I did with it, though. <laughs> but today, Joe Morgan, seventy-seven. Do we know uh, why? Uh, he had a some. What the hell was it? Some some nerve disease that he'd had for quite some time, I guess. And, uh, you know, recently, Bob Gibson, uh, I yep. think, was the most recent before him. Oh, Whitey Ford yesterday. Whitey, Whitey Ford. was 91. Yep. And then uh, Tom Seaver, Al Kaline, and Lou Brock, all in the... Uh, all in the, what six weeks maybe? I, we'd like have to, I think yeah. Kaline was the first. All Hall of Famers. Yeah, if, uh, all yeah yeah all Hall of Famers. Those six guys all Hall of Famers, and uh, you know it's uh, ranging in age from uh, uh, Morgan seventy seven to uh, of course Kaline was in his late eighties and uh, Whitey ninety one. You know, what's interesting is uh, Whitey was Mickey Mantle's running mate. Yes, he was. He and Mickey Billy dies Martin. at 63. Yes. Whitey makes it to 91. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. Whitey must have done something right, and Mickey must have done something wrong when they were running. Well, when Billy and Mickey were going to the Copacabana and getting in fights and doing yeah. stuff like that, Whitey was always with them, but I don't think he was engaged in the fisticuffs. I think he, you never heard about Whitey being in a barroom brawl like that. Yeah. Uh, like Mick and uh, I don't know who else was in that crew. Johnny Blanchard, however, you remember the great Johnny Blanchard, right? Oh yeah, uh, the uh, left-handed hitter from here. Liquor. Yeah, Minneapolis Central kid owned yeah. the uh, one of the great guys ever owned the uh, liquor uh, uh, off-sale liquor place out in Gold Valley for years. But he played at Southview. I played in hell of a golfer, really good golfer. And he got so Johnny was a alcoholic, and I think he would admit that. But he got sober, uh, you know, shortly after his career, sometime. And uh, but I played golf with him a few times, got to know him real well, and uh, he could tell some stories about that collection of Yanks. <laughs> <laughs> there was uh, they were uh, they were. Uh, a rowdy group, to say the least, and uh, Johnny was a young guy when he kind of joined them and jumped right in there with them. But he was their backup catcher behind uh, Yogi and then Elson Howard there for a while. And but they'd put him out in left field every once in a while, and he hit about he get about half as many at bats as everybody else and hit about eighteen home runs every year. He was a he was a hell of he was really a good guy, Johnny. Morgan. He and my I think my late uncle was dra- uh, was drafted by the Yankees. Well, along with Blanchard. What if was there that was a, name? Was there a draft then in the 50s? In no, no, they, they signed him. Though. Just they signed had, him, yeah. Yeah, the Yankees had a scout in the, twin, in the yeah. Minnesota would sign the guy. Who was your, yeah. uh, who was your late uncle? Who got Paul, McHale. Paul McHale. Oh, Paul got signed too. Yeah. Huh? yeah. Okay. No, he didn't. He went to, went in a different career direction. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. But, worked, worked in the bar business? No. <laughs> no uh, uh, Morgan, I met Paul. He was oh, a yeah, character. He, Paul. he yeah. was a character. Morgan died from a nerve condition, a form of polyneuropathy. Huh. I Pat, I didn't. I learned one thing though today, Joe. I didn't realize that Pat had him at his all-time second baseman. Joe Morgan is on my. He's my all-time second baseman. I got him ahead of. Rogers Hornsby, who I never had the privilege to see play, and plus I don't see those nineteen teens guys in nineteen twenties as the same as these guys. But Joe Morgan was fantastic. 
And uh, for a five foot eight, probably the greatest short player in history. Yeah. Huh? Five yeah. seven, five Easy. eight, something like was that. Was his whole career with Cincinnati? No, he was traded. He, he broke in with the uh, Houston Colt forty fives, I oh, believe, yeah. and uh, and uh, was acquired by the Reds in a trade for Lee May, who was a power hitting first baseman. But the Reds also had Tony Perez, and uh, they were in pretty good shape. At the, and they wanted—I think they had Tony play left field for a year or something—and then they wanted to move Tony to first base, and so they traded Lee May, and they got Joe Morgan in return. And we were talking about that team earlier today. They got your—they uh, got your Johnny Bench, who's probably the greatest catcher ever. They got Morgan. They got Pete Rose, who isn't in the Hall of Fame, but should be. Yep. And who's our fourth Hall of Famer? Give him to me. Uh, uh, was it Perez? Yeah, Tony Perez. Yeah. yeah, Tony Perez. They had three Hall of Famers plus Pete Rose, who obviously is a Hall of Famer if he hadn't made a bet or two. So, was Ken Griffey Senior close ever? Ken Griffey? No, no, no. Was he, he ever was on a, the he ballot? He was a good player, but he wasn't okay. a, wasn't a Hall of Fame type okay. of player. And uh, he was, uh, you know, I, I think he was the left fielder before Foster came in, if I'm not mistaken. So. Well, rest in peace, Joe Morgan Freeman. Yeah. No. Reavers, no, play, that, uh, play that uh, Oh, the Sunday Night Baseball Johnny Miller clip, clip you paid, played earlier today. Johnny Miller and Morgan did the Sunday Night game for like 20 years. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Fantastic. for a lot of us that only got to watch Twins games, it was our glimpse into seeing yes. the Dodgers play whoever on and a Sunday a, night. The, the, the way that John was able to poke him just a little bit, yep. and uh, they they... they they had fun in the booth, those guys, and it wasn't, it wasn't the Don Meredith, Howard Cosell forced kind of. Yeah, it was. It wasn't yeah. like this is part of the shtick. This wasn't a shtick for them. It was just, hey, we're watching a ball game. It's going to take three hours, and uh, we're going to have some fun, you know. But did you ever hear this one, Joe? I'm waiting, and we're ready. Now the one-zero pitch, swing, and there's a high drive deep into left center field. It's on its way. Adios, Pelota! A grand slam for Buster Posey's good friend, Hunter Pence. <laughs> what? <laughs> he, they thought Buster Posey hit it. And then he looked out on the bases and saw that Hunter Pence was running up around the bases. <laughs> so just like that, he says, for Buster Posey's Good friend, Hunter Pence. <laughs> Love maybe it. the greatest, maybe oh, the greatest a, catch uh, yeah. in the history. John Do it Miller. again. Let me hit now that I yeah. know what's going to yeah. happen. Okay. Do it again. One zero pitch. Swing and there's a high drive deep into left center field. It's on its way. Adios, Pelota. A grand slam for Buster Posey's good friend, Hunter Pence. <laughs> That is a recovery. That's oh, a recovery. That is fantastic. John Miller was a—he's a great guy. I oh think he's gosh. still doing radio down there. And you know what? I actually, as as, as I was playing, that I found another great clip too in that same vein of yeah. you know, that yeah. on-air pivot. Yeah. Here's the pitch. Glaring <laughs> in wide. I'm sorry. Inside. Inside. Oh, inside sure. ball. Yep. No. No. Call it a strike. Let's call he that did. A strike. Didn't he? What's he lay raising his hand for? It looked like a strike to me. One and one. And one. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. This is not as easy as you think it is when you listen to Gordo all summer long. Uh, well, he's a, he's a I think they should have had us do one game a year. Absolutely. I think I would listen to the it. whole game. I think it would have went through the roof. It would have been a ratings yeah. bonanza. It would have been. Yeah. You know, and the count it. rides along. <laughs> give, and, <laughs> give, us, give us whatever... You know, give Gordo a much-needed day off oh, with the rest yeah. of the crew, and um, we would have had it. We got you, Danny. In fact, didn't Joe describe one of the counts as two and three? <laughs> I think he yeah, probably did. Yep. I don't know, but we got fired before I had a chance to do my inning. I know, I they let us go. supposed to be the play-by-play. -play. They came in, somebody, I don't know, it was a producer who was. We were supposed to do two innings, and suddenly say, oh. John Gordo comes in. Well, thank you, guys. That yeah, was thanks it. a lot. Right. That was it. 
interesting. We got the, oh. you know, and and goodbye to our good friends, uh, Joe Sutra and, and oh Patrick yeah, Ray. guys, we're not going to need you for that yes. second yes. inning. Okay. Can't take uh, enough of the time. Gonna, yeah, right. yeah we, we know you have other things to do. We don't want to keep you. Want to keep you? Hell, I think they flew you down to Florida just to do the play-by-play, yeah. yeah. right? Yeah. Yep. Uh, oh my God. Yeah, that didn't. Uh, well, I'll give you my best effort too. You know. When you don't have enough class for an exhibition game, you know, when they don't feel that you're holding up their standards for an exhibition game, you're in trouble, right? That's right. Because there are no standards for the exhibition game. Anybody who wanders by the booth, they'll put on it for an inning, you know. So. Yep. Oh, oh well. What the hell? We tried. Speaking of that, are they still planning on having spring training as scheduled? February 29th, first game. Uh, they're starting the 18th to the 19th. They're saying so, but who knows? Sure, we're gonna have a we're gonna have a, a you know a vaccine by the end of the year, aren't we? I think November 4th we'll have a vaccine. Mm. That's what somebody's saying. That's what everybody's saying. <laughs> what that wouldn't win the election for? No, me, I'm right? saying the day after we decide who's the president, yes. that's when the yeah. vaccine will magically right. surface. Oh, I didn't even look at it. It was in here the whole time. <laughs> I think he and Fauci are at the end of the rope here because Fauci's exposing that the ad they're running with him lauding Don is actually taking completely out of context. So. The guy spent 50 years of his life purposely avoiding politics, and now he's a centerpiece of an ad for the Trump. <laughs> <laughs> even though it was, it was not... Trump or he was lauding, it was uh, some other people. So, yeah. Well, speaking anyway. of that, I don't know if you guys saw this, but uh, our president had had a message um, for the Lakers oh, okay. that after Did they won the, uh, the championship late okay. yesterday. Yeah. I don't know if you guys have heard this or not. No. <laughs> okay, strong breath. Hello, this is your president, in case you didn't know. I am the president, and the drugs are working very powerfully. And the breath, I've never breathed. <laughs> Moisture, excuse me, just a little presidential powerful breath. Sometimes my own lungs aren't ready for how powerfully I breathe. It's sort of, you know, sort of a great gift. I have a great gift, but I'm very excited to invite the Los Angeles Laker to the White House to celebrate One. their championship. They won a title, title meaning championship, not title like the Jay-Z Beyonce streaming, you know, sort of the black <laughs> iTunes thing that they do. Not that. Okay, we don't like that. But the title, meaning the championship, we're inviting the Los Angeles Laker, Alex Caruso, okay? Yeah. Without question, I think a powerful player on the team. And definitely my favorite member of the team. No other Lakers are involved or invited. We're not involving any nasty Lakers or any Lakers that, you know... We don't want coming into the suburbs. So Alex Caruso, your president, <laughs> is happy to present you with an assortment of fast foods all for yourself, okay? Because you were the pivotal part, a strong, uh, strong member. Those drugs, they kick in. A strong, I would say, the most strong member of the Los Angeles Lakers, so... Alex Caruso, congratulations. <laughs> Please bring me a jersey with 45 on it. No other Lakers are welcome. And we'll see what happens. He's the uh, bald white kid, right? Is yeah. he Is he the yeah. only Caucasian on the roster? I believe so. And I, I think it had... Oh, yeah, I, I believe so. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's a pretty good shtick right there to yeah. pick out yeah. Alex Caruso. Yeah. <laughs> He's watching... The guy's obviously watching the game and saying, who's this kid? Who? <laughs> By the way... He's like a bald white kid, and he can jump out of the gym. He's, right. he's a great athlete. But I he love how he says, I congratulate the Los Angeles Lakers. <laughs> <laughs> he's congratulating yeah. one guy. <laughs> we don't want these other ones going into the suburbs. <laughs> yeah, right. He slipped that one. Well, I forgot there. about the fast food reference. Who was that? He invited some team. and then remember well, they, he brought a college team. That's what it was. Was it Alabama? LSU or, or Alabama or Clemson. He had nothing but fast food for him. <laughs> No, that's uh, bought him bought himself though, right? For McDonald's, right. Or supposedly yeah, bought yeah. it himself. So. He had the yeah. trays of Big Macs and everything. Yes. Like that. Yeah, well, you know, everybody enjoyed it. Oh, it was know. pretty funny. How about this college uh, football season that we're having here, Joe? So, uh, three weeks ago, the season starts. LSU is the defending national champion, right? Mm-hmm. 
And Mike Leach, the pass-happy coach who was at uh, Texas Tech originally and then Washington State, and he, he gets hired at Mississippi State. And in their first game, they set an all-time Southeastern Conference record by passing for 623 Ooh. yards and beat the defending national champs 36 to 20-something. And so, holy cow, that didn't take long for Mike Leach. This Saturday, against a mediocre Kentucky team, they got two points. Mm-hmm. What the hell's going on here? I, I think this. I think everything we're watching is like a mirage now because it doesn't. It's it you know with no build up to the season, it doesn't. You know, very limited training camp. It doesn't have any uh, semblance of reality. I don't think that uh, this team can pass for. 600 yards against LSU and get two points against Kentucky. I don't know how that happens. You know, and there's not really a coach that's uh, more quotable than Mike Leach. Uh, big guy. Uh, he's a big trumpeter fan. Yes, by the way. He he's is. made himself. Yes, he uh, is. Yeah. What would what would be your which, favorite? Which, oh, go ahead. Which is which works at Mississippi State. Yes, I'm sure. It does. But what was your favorite Mike Leach tirade of all of the ones? Oh, that we... my favorite thing is when a guy asks him about it, that he's getting married. Yes. The one when he's getting married and, and and Leach gives him advice. Do you have that one? I, I was trying to find it, but I found another one that I okay. love, too. And I believe this is when he was still at Texas Tech, and they lost a game, and he just destroyed every player on his on team, his team yeah. for not paying attention. We failed uh, to make our coaching points and our points more compelling than their fat little girlfriends. Now, their fat little <laughs> girlfriends have some obvious advantages. <laughs> For one thing, their fat little girlfriends are telling them what they want to hear, which is how great you are and how uh, how easy it's going to be. There will be some people inconvenienced, uh, and if it happens to be their fat little girlfriends, too bad. <laughs> See if you can find the I'm one I'm trying about to find marriage. the marriage one because I knew He's that getting, one was your some favorite. Some guy who's a reporter out there in Spokane or someplace says, I'm getting married or I just got engaged, and I just wonder, Mike, if you have any advice uh, if it... Uh, if it uh, if it can back if it, if we can find it it would be great. Is he the guy who locked players in a shed? Well, that's a, a Chris. Uh, what what? No, it was uh, uh, James. Craig, Craig, James. Craig James's son. He supposedly locked him in a shed, <laughs> and that was ended up getting him fired. Although uh, they. I think they tried to come up with some excuse that. Uh, what, what would be an excuse? I believe this was in August too, in te- Lubbock, Texas, where it could have been a little oh, steamy, yeah, a little warm. Yeah, you probably didn't want to be in. It, I don't think it was an air conditioned shed either. Oh, but uh, they usually aren't. He's the guy that you know. Tracy Clay's went out and became his defensive coordinator, and the first year, he was like the defensive assistant of the year, or nominated for that award or something. The second year, last year, they started giving up a lot of points. And uh, I've heard from reliable reports that uh, Mike liked to drink his uh, whiskey after game. You know, late at night, he'd go home after games. And and uh, he, uh, have a he, couple he got a few in him about 2.30 in the morning and called Tracy and at his uh, condo out there and and uh, vilified mm. him in a very profane manner mm. and uh, Tracy then quit so ah. and they didn't have to pay him so gotcha mm. so uh, I found it it this was I believe at Pac-12 Media Day mm-hmm. uh, when Mike was the head coach at Washington State okay this is good well it's so it's too late to rescue you uh, yeah. the uh, the best wisdom that I can possibly give. Uh, the best w- wisdom I can possibly give on that subject, nine days, and it's a little late. You should have come to me sooner. <laughs> um, the uh, my wisdom would be, uh, you you have to stay out of the way. Now, and I wish you a very happy marriage, and I'm sure you'll have one. But uh, I'm just what? telling you, uh, when it comes to marriages, uh, the women lose their mind. <laughs> Your fiance's gonna lose her mind. Your mother-in-law is going to lose her mind. Your mom is going to lose her mind. Several of your sisters and uh, female relatives are going to lose their mind, and um, and they're going to they're going to barrage you with constant questions. What should we wear? And then, uh, which of course, my answer was I don't care. 
And then uh, what color should the invitations be? I don't care. Uh, what should we have for dessert? I don't care. Should we seat this this way or th that that way? I don't care. And to see, I don't care is not satisfactory at all. And you're going to get caught in a catch-22, and I'm certain that you already have. And that catch-22 is... Well, I want you to be a part of this too. Uh, so, what color invitations? Um, all right, the blue ones. Well, I kind of like uh, I kind of like the tan ones. Okay, the tan ones then. Oh, you're just saying that because uh, 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 you want this over. Well, you're not even thinking about it. This guy's brilliant. And then, um, well, uh, uh, what do you want for dessert? I was thinking of strawberry shortcake. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, strawberry shortcake would be good. Well, what about the blueberry pie? Well, I like the blueberry pie. We could have the blueberry pie. Well, I thought you said you wanted the strawberry oh shortcake. My God. Oh, and it's perfect. just going to go back and forth, and they're going to play keep away from you until uh, after you're married. So what you need to do is you need to work late hours, work late, be, be very nice and supportive, and um, uh, but but they're going to play keep away from you, and, and there's no answer you can give that is going to be satisfactory or correct. And if you successfully uh, please a few of them, the others will still be, oh well, I just don't feel like he's that interesting. <laughs> okay, so so you need to work late, uh, go in the back room and read a lot of books. Uh, uh, you know, uh, you have to go uh, take the groomsmen out so you make sure that they march in just right and they know exactly, you know, these swell <laughs> outfits that you picked out or whatever, however you're doing it. Um, and in the end, you'll wish you eloped. But um, uh, nevertheless, you need to find, uh, you need to find um, excuses uh, that they'll buy uh, to be as far out of harm's Ooh. way as you possibly can. And, uh, but uh, take comfort in knowing that uh, once the ceremony's over, um, that, uh, you know, life will get progressively better from there, even though there's some adjustment. Wow. This is, this is, this, uh, how fun would it be to cover this guy? Oh, yeah, he's great. Well, you were openly campaigning for him to get the job oh, here. Yeah, before they, uh, yeah. yeah, before they hired BJ, yeah. yeah. He hey, th they had, uh, but the Mason has the best story. They uh, they're going to play him in the Sun Bowl, which is uh, Gophers are going down there, and Nasdaq is the sponsor of the of that bowl game. I think Nat no something that's on Nasdaq. Okay. Uh, what was the name of that? Remember that bowl game was it? Mean a stock or a got product? Mason or? fired. It got uh, yeah. Micro. Micron PC Bowl, right? Oh Micron, God, was it Mike? No, I can't remember. Anyway. But they're playing Texas Tech. They're going to play Texas Tech. And to promote the Sun Bowl, Leach and Mason are brought to town, and they're going to open NASDAQ the next day, right? Mm -hmm. At 9 in the morning or 10 in the morning or whenever they open it up. And so they go out with the people from the bowl game and the people from uh, the, the company for a dinner and, like, what the insight bowl insight bowl and they go out for dinner and it's like 21 or someplace i mean they go to one of the great new york restaurants and and he shows up in a t-shirt and a, he's got a sport coat and a pair of jeans you know a leech and so they eat this great meal and spend all this money and get these fine line wines and about 10 o'clock at night they leave it and they're going to walk back to their hotel and uh, as they're walking back, Leach says to the group, he says, ah, I think I'm going to go and, you know, go stop, stop and look at a couple of sites. Next morning, he shows up, T-shirt, <laughs> same sport coat, <laughs> jeans, looks like he hasn't been to bed. And then Mace gets up and makes some little speech about the Golden Gophers. And, and then it's Leach's turn. And this is... Whatever, 2006. 2006, yeah. So we're still a little paranoid about things in New York. And and, he, and the, the slogan at Texas Tech is guns up, you know, because mm -hmm. they're, they're guns up, let's go. And, and he yelled, well, all I got to say is guns up. And half the people in there are diving for the floor. And <laughs> Mason said it was unbelievable. Oh, God. He said he's a squirrel. And that, you know, and then the Gophers had him killed. Texas Tech That's came right. back and won the game, and Mason got fired.
Yep. So uh, because of that game, but uh, yeah, he's they a were beauty. Up, they were up thirty-five-seven at halftime. The Gophers were no. Y- you know where his home, his his residence was, uh, permanent residence. No, I don't. Uh, when he was in in at Washington State, which is near Spokane, mm-hmm. Key West. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Key totally West. Yeah. He had a home in Key West because oh, he and his wife had moved during the year or two when he was fired at Texas Tech, and he had nothing but money. They decided to build a spot. So, you know, he'd go home. You know, he'd take a two-week break. He'd drop by in Key West from, you know, 3,000-some 3, miles away. Yeah, wow. the Red Raiders, after falling behind 38-7, to wow. with 7.47 remaining in the third quarter, rallied to score <laughs> 31 unanswered points to send it into overtime. Wow. Gophers and kicked some, a field goal, but they but scored a touchdown. But some kid made like a – if Mace, some kid to tie it at the end of regulation kicks like a 56-yarder or something, yep. right? The eighth, uh, eighth play of the final drive was Alex uh, Trilkia. A uh, 52-yard field 52. goal as time expired. To, to die it. To Otherwise, Mace doesn't get fired. <laughs> <You know? laughs> right. The guy doesn't make the, uh, the field. Was that Is Graham? that where Mahomes went to school, Texas Tech? Yep. Yep. But Leach wasn't his coach. No. Leach was. Uh, Leach had been uh, had run off by, by that. What was yeah. It was Cliff Kingsbury was his coach. Oh, yes. Okay. But who Tech. was the guy that, uh, who was the quarterback for them? Was Graham Harrell the quarterback uh, for yes, them? Yes, you are okay. correct. All right. Okay. <laughs> Well, wow. anyway, we've reviewed Mike Leach and a lot of stuff, and you got to go, baby. I got to go. Jamie's crying. Oh, okay. <laughs> isn't it nice to be a dad again? No, Pat. They, they, uh, <laughs> I'm doing that to get Reavers uh, and Rook because they were punishing me last week by trying to sneak uh, Van Halen song lyrics into their conversation. Oh, yeah, okay, so okay, we, okay. Well, that okay. technically was started by Kenny. Kenny was yeah. the original okay. instigator. Yeah. Okay. It was driving me nuts. I'd lose pretty much. That was a little too hardcore for Is me. Is that inks? That was a little too <laughs> hardcore for me. You know, but... What the hell? He only made it to 65, which isn't bad for a rock and roller. I That's guess. right. Do you have your uh, Mr. Money Talk copy there, Patrick? I do. I do. All right, boys. Yeah. See you, Mayor. Such. See you, gang. Ciao, Bella. All right. All right. Goodbye. Time for Mr. Money Talk. Let's do it. Let's go. Now, give me some theater of the mind here. Let's, let's set the table. This is Ricey. You need to see my guy, Mr. Josh Arnold, Mr. Money Talk, out there in Edina. You know, if you're in an investment business, you want to be go to a guy located in Edina. Oh, yeah. right? That's right. Oh yeah. Uh, you got to talk to Mr. Money Talk now because uh, there's a lot of strange stuff going on in the markets. You need Josh's straight talk and not what kind of advice, Rook? Not sugar coated. No, no sugar coated. I want it straight up. Straight stuff. Sit down with Josh for a no cost, no obligation, forty eight minute consultation. And not a minute longer than that. Well, if if things are going good. He probably stay a couple okay. more minutes okay. there. And that, and he'll he will, ask, are you comfortable? He will review your investments, including your IRA and 401k. You can learn how you can benefit from Josh's focused approach. And boy, this crew here would need some focus. Yes, we, yeah, yes, we, we need some focus. I, call, call Josh now at 952-925-5608. 952-925-5608. Mr. Money Talk, Josh Hurdle. Bam.